I mentioned earlier that we were going to talk to somebody about the effect on sports teams. We had a little bit of problems connecting, but uh, now we've got Moshe Lander online. He is an economics professor at Concordia University, and I understand, Professor Lander, that uh, you're something of an expert in the sports realm. That's what they seem to tell me. It's certainly uh, one of the, the popular classes that I run here, for sure. Okay, so, you know, being uh, an amateur at this and just looking at it and thinking, well, there isn't going to be a game, could be basketball, could be hockey, whatever it happens to be, at the Scotiabank Arena, therefore you're going to have a a bunch of empty seats and nobody playing and a lot of very expensive players and an infrastructure with Maple Leaf uh, uh, Sports Enterprises, for example, and uh, everybody else who owns and operates sports franchises across uh, North America, not to say the world. Uh, this is a very costly thing to run when you have no revenue coming in. Yeah, and it's unfortunate because uh, for for NBA and and NHL franchises that are heading for the the postseason, this is the time when the owners really make their profits. Uh, the way that the salary structure tends to work is that you pay your your players generally two times a month. You know, the fifteenth and the thirtieth of each month during the regular season, but during the postseason the players only get paid out of a set pool of money that, that is set aside for them. So, you know, if the Leafs get eliminated in the first round, which all of us hope that they do, um, they would get a pool of money that they can divide amongst themselves. People that make it to the second round get a slightly larger part of the pool. People that make it to the conference final, Stanley Cup final, people that win the cup, they get larger pools along the way. But the owners aren't on the hook for payroll. So all of those seats that they would sell at premium prices because it is playoff time, that's when they make a lot of their money. So about 20 to 25% of the revenue could go missing this year for a team that has a deep run in them. I want to thank you for the uh, Leafs reference. (laughs) I had to say that. Uh, Look, they're not going to win the Cup this year for sure. (laughs) They weren't going to anyway, but now they have an excuse. Actually, as uh, somebody who's grown up despising the Leafs, I actually hope that this is the year that they win it. So that way, there's no fans there to experience, and it's the ultimate it's the ultimate insult towards Leafs fans is that let's have your success in a year when you can't really enjoy it. But no, it, the, the the Leafs probably weren't going to win. I agree, uh, but they at least had say two home games in them, uh, and that's a lot of money that they're going to be missing out on. Well, here's the real question, and I think sports fans are very interested. Uh, you know, on, on a regular day, you'd say, well, nobody's going to hold a tag day for Larry Tannenbaum and uh, MLSE. And, and uh, I, I don't mean that in, with any disrespect to Mr. Tannenbaum or the organization, on the one hand. On the other hand, you're talking about um, millions and millions, tens of millions, if not hundreds of millions of dollars that are in circulation to operate that kind of an enterprise. When you have to shut it down, and presumably we're talking about shutting down some of the sports, um, and, I, and I would cite hockey and uh, NBA, um, that's it. Season's over, it looks like. If that's the case, uh, and, and we don't know if we're coming back uh, next year, so to speak, what's the implication? I mean, how long can these guys go before the teams are in as much trouble as the corner store that can't get any customers? I think that they can withstand a lot of disruption before uh, they're, they're going to have to start passing around the hat. Uh, the, the fact is, don't forget that it, it's barely 15 years ago that we, we had almost an entire NHL season that was lost due to a lockout. So the fact is that 
you know, the owners aren't going to be um, destitute at any time in the near future. We're not going to see any franchises go down, even if this somehow extends into the beginning of next season, assuming that it's kind of that same sort of October schedule. They're not really in any danger at this point. We're not going to see contraction or firms, firms, teams having to merge together to try and get through the rough times. So, um, the bigger issues are going to be kind of once we get out of this, are they even going to attempt a shortened postseason? Uh, are we going to see that there's any salary cap implications for next year? Because obviously there's a lot of revenue that was lost this year. And are they going to try and force that onto the players, which would probably hit kind of the, the middle class of the players, not the rookies and not the, the high paid vets. But um, I, I don't think that there's any real risk here. Uh, to the teams other than just the unfortunate loss of what they were expecting to be a lot of money. Yeah, it would have been a lot of money. And uh, as I said, it's it's not a tag day on the one hand. On the other hand, everybody has the right to operate a business, except right now nobody seems to be in a position, uh, with the exception of people making emergency supplies, to be uh, relying on anything that looks like normal. Thanks so much for uh, filling us in. My pleasure. Anytime. All right, Professor Moshe Lander, an economics professor at Concordia University in Montreal. I might say my alma mater.